welcome to another edition in the Parent Toolbox podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode. And I am just thrilled to introduce to you Becca Cornford today because she's a great buddy of mine. Um, she has a wonderful story and she also has a wonderful um, business. So without further ado, let me just introduce you. Becca is a mum of three, um, all sort of hitting teenage, teenage years. And she's a founder of Locker Days, which we will um, dig into deeper later on. It's creating uplifting accessories for the inside of a school locker to improve positivity with the teen and tween girls. And the main purpose of this is to support well-being both mentally and physically. So, darling Becca, thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here. It's lovely to speak to you. Oh, I love to be here, Kai. So thank you for having me. It's lovely to chat. Um, let's just dive straight in because I, I think um, you have a very interesting story, don't you? Um, and it's not only from a sort of family point of view, but also, well, from your point of view as well, but it's what sort of led you to um, create your company as well. So can I sort of throw you in at the deep end and ask you to sort of tell us a little bit about um, you know, sort of who you are, because I think it's a very relevant story for many, many parents here. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I'm um, a mum of three children. I've got a 17-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a 10-year-old. So two girls, the girls are the eldest and the youngest, and the boy in the middle. Um, and I have absolutely adored being a mum. I just love it. Um, but I think it's one of the uh, areas that you just keep learning as you go along. There's just so much to learn, isn't there? <laughs> you know, that, that's what I've always said, actually. I, I think being a mum is the best job yeah. I have ever done. Yeah. And believe me, I do regard it as a job. I mean, some yes. people might sort of go, oh my God, you're taking this terribly seriously. But actually, this is, for me, the most important thing that I'm doing. And Absolutely. everything else is a bonus. So, yes. Yeah, and, and, and aren't we lucky that we quite enjoy it as well? <laughs> <laughs> I just adore it, and I, I think it's because it stretches you mentally and physically. So physically, when they're younger, uh, oh, like yes. oh my goodness, you know, you're absolutely knackered from it all. But mentally, as they hit teenager doom or yes. tweens or whatever, oh my goodness, mentally you have got to be on the page, and my. Biggest, biggest thing as I sort of think about with a 17-year-old now here blossoming and I think, you know, it's all about well-being. It's about building their self-esteem. Exams, tests, everything, school education, all of that's great, but they have to believe in themselves. They have to value themselves and they, uh, they have to know they're loved. It's such wow. an important thing, isn't it? No, you're quite right. And actually, I think just listening to you, your attitude is just wonderful because I think a lot of people go into parenthood, not 
quite learn what to expect. Um, Me totally. (laughs) Yeah. But I think to have that attitude of, okay, this is going to, this is going to stretch me and that's okay. This is going to sort of, you know, push all my buttons and that's okay. Because this is what the journey is, isn't it? I mean, no one gave us a blimmin' manual. No one told us that when they hit seven and three quarters, this is what you do. Because it doesn't work like that. And to be able to go into sort of, um, sort of the journey of parenting with that attitude of, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be stretched here. I think it's fantastic because then it's all a bit of, it's a bit of a, oh God, it's, I sound like Simon Cowell going on about the journey, don't I? But it is a journey. It is and a it journey. Is, yeah. It is. And it's, 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 it's an exciting one if you allow it to be so. We, we, we don't have all the answers. And as you say, we can learn, which is fab. Yes, yes, we can learn. And actually, I'm finding your book, Kai, absolutely brilliant as having some of those answers. So I know you said we don't have a manual, but now I found that book. I'm like, (laughs) that is my keep by my bedside, dip in, dip out. Oh, I'm so pleased. Thank you. We're available on Amazon, folks. It's called The Teen Toolbox. But actually, it's not about me today. It's about you. So let's keep going. But thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) So so I'm a, a, a parent of the three. I've, uh, as a family, we've been to America for a couple of years. I, we went when my eldest was around seven and uh, my two youngest were literally in nappies. And we brave. <laughs> yes, we were brave. <laughs> and then we came back and actually I was then diagnosed with breast cancer, but breast cancer came back three times with me. So oh. I've had quite a, a tricky, challenging time with all the treatment, etc. But one of the things that this really taught me was about keeping the communication between the children and ourselves. So as a family, we communicated a lot about it. Because I was going to ask there, if, you know, if you're going through your own trials and tribulations, not once, but twice, but three times, mm. It must be terribly easy. Or how did you deal with actually not just curling up in a ball and sort of doing doing the pity party and focusing inward? Because that's what a lot of people say is it's, you know, sort of dealing with a, with health, health issues are working. For, it's working from the inside out. How did you do that and juggle the family, a young family who have just, you know, who have their own challenges going on regardless? it's a good question but the key for me is I've always thought this I want to be one step ahead on treatment on how best to look after myself so healthily you know taking the right food and researching as much as I can on how to make myself better along with all the medical side so I I started yoga I, I things that I'd never thought of doing I did some pilates and I've continued those I've read loads about it and I've also had a sort of support network through through Instagram etc of others that were going through the same the same uh, treatment. Okay. But the biggest part for me was to make sure that the children didn't get scared by it because I was determined I was going to work through this and be a mum for as long as I could be. And that for me is a long long time. I'm not you know, and you hear you hear a lot of uh, patients who've had cancer or other diseases that they just go right. I want to be a mum, and that's my fundamental part. I'm going to stick it. I'm going to work through all of this and be well. And so we we do what we can of putting mum first and probably our health 
a little bit exactly. second, which, which shouldn't be the case. You should yeah. look after yourself first. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's that old phrase, isn't it? You can't draw from an empty well. So, I mean, if you are on your knees and if you are sort of, um, you know, yes. sort of struggling, then you... If, if, if you've got anything left to give to the to the yeah. kids or the family or it doesn't, you know, work or whoever, it, it's only going to be the dregs, isn't it? So it's yeah. a matter of, I mean, it really is. Self-care, I always say, is not a luxury. It's an absolute necessity. It is. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you feel that rock bottom and you can start to feel yourself shouting and snapping at the kids, that classic thing, and you know it's not them, but actually it's you. Yeah. Then uh, that was when I was like, hold on. I caught myself and I was like, you have got to rest. You've got to send yourself to bed because you're not being, you're not being who you want to be. Totally. And it's not good for that. It's not good for anybody around you. So, so yes, I used to catch myself and go, okay, yeah, the fatigue, it's not tiredness, it's fatigue. I have to go and lie down. And all the support networks that have been asking to support you can come in and support and everybody will, will survive through that. And I, I think that's our problem, especially as women, isn't it? Is the mm-hmm. fact that we're not terribly good at asking for support. Yes. And so we tend to soldier on regardless, which I guess doesn't help anyone. Yes, yes. And the one thing my mum taught me was caregiving is something that people really get a lot out of. So let them give you support. Because <laughs> we do it the whole time, yes. don't we? And, and yes. I, I, I love sort of making sure my kids have got what they need and they're okay yes. and they're tangible. And so actually, you know, flip that over. It's, it's actually quite nice for them to reciprocate, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that has that. helped. And the other thing is being honest with the kids, being honest about what you're going through. And explaining to them why you're so tired because you've had this operation and you're or the radiotherapy or whatever it is, and that it it's not them, it's about the treatment that you're going through. That all really helped support um, and different messages to different ages. So my at that time, my seven-year-old, I couldn't tell her what I was telling my 15-year-old. So it's it's things like that, but being honest with them, age appropriate. Yeah, and, and that's what you said uh, right at the beginning, wasn't it? It's, it's all about communication. Yes. It's it's all about keeping them in the loop because I think we struggle sometimes. We want to protect our kids. We want to, so you know, we, yeah. we don't want them to grow up too quickly and all that sort of stuff. Um, but actually, they know when yes. things aren't right. They know when things are amiss. So I guess just keeping them in the loop. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and then they... And then you actually you see them growing in confidence and they will talk to their, you hear them talking to their friends about it. Well, it, it's because mum's got, you know, or is uh, getting over breast cancer. It's because of this, this and this. And they can explain with authority. And it's really lovely hearing them talk about it in the back seat as you're driving along. <laughs> yeah. And actually that gives, I think that's the thing is that gives, um, all of us that sense of control doesn't it yes in that you know as you said you know you you were you educated yourself you sort of gave yourself the right nutrients you you took control of that situation and likewise the kids obviously doing the same in their own heads is you know they could make rhyme the reason and they could make sense out of what was going on yes absolutely and it might be 
that a, a walk or a, a drive with the 17-year-old who was then 15 or whatever, it was better to do that so there was no eye contact and she could tell you the things she was worried about. And, you know, often behind everything that she had, it was about my health. So there might be friendship issues or stuff, but when you niggled it right down, niggled is the wrong word, when you really delve deep, it was was I going to be okay? And so that helped by driving along and hearing that and being there. And and that's what I think a lot of us struggle with in, in any situation is uncertainty, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. If we don't know what, you know, at the time of recording um, this, there's, we're sort of still coming out of the other side of lockdown and um, we don't know what's going on we don't know what's going to happen you know in the autumn and and likewise sort of you know with, with, with your health with anyone's health yeah. with you know yes. sort of, we we just we don't know what's around the corner and our brains are programmed to need certainty aren't they so you know how do you how do you deal with that then if the sort of kids are not sure you know it, you said that deep down it was your health that was sort of one of the niggles for your daughters. So I'm using your word now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but 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 was one of her deep rooted worries. Let's mm-hmm. you know. So how could you? How did you support them in their well being to to sort of manage not only those stresses but the other stress stresses that were built on that? Yes, it's it's a difficult one because I think the main thing is giving them time. So having time for them rather than uh, rather than rushing from one thing to another. And in a way, that's what lockdown has helped with us, because we've had that time to be able to go on the walks, to be able to uh, create the vegetable patch that we've never, ever done. Each year we wanted to start it. And (laughs) I just Instagrammed mine at the weekend and it was just, and and I don't know about you, but I just (laughs) never thought I would say, look at my, you know, my spring onions and my peas. I know. What's all that about? But you're quite right. We need, I think it's the thought of creating, is it creativity, Uh, creating something bigger. Um, yes absolutely yeah baking whatever it is that we've done together has actually made us feel good but at the same time we've been able to talk about things as we're doing it and uh, it it's brought us together as a family as well so we've had more meals together as a whole Mm. family than when we were charging between sports activities, (laughs) scouts, you know, whatever it was that we were juggling. And if that's something I've learned out of lockdown, it's let's not get back on that hamster wheel and go as fast as we were going, because actually I don't think that was so good for us as a family. Do you know, because we try and do what's right in air quotes don't we Mm. and um it's sort of you know let's get them to do swimming and let's get them to have all these opportunities and and let's get them to and so we are running from pillar to post and actually as you said it's time and parents attention really is what kids crave isn't it it's not they don't care if they you know they've got hockey practice or violin whatever it's just I think the thing is, is to bond as a family and get back together to what really matters. Yeah, which is absolutely. yeah, 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 us being a little unit. Every yeah. you know, each family being their little unit. Yeah, 
it's sort of strong individuals that are growing in a safe and secure environment. That, that for me, is what I want our family to be. It's like they all are independent and interdependent, but they're actual individuals that can grow in this very, very... Uh, uh, oh, I've lost the words, but confident and, and secure family. And that, yes. for me, is important. It sounds just a bit critical. like the veggie patch, isn't it? Getting all the little things growing in, yes. you know, for... for, 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 for it is. And it's yeah. just, and it's make, making sure that, you know, the carrot, actually my carrots are crap, but you know, the carrots are doing one thing and the peas are doing another. And this is the whole thing is what we have to remember is, is that our kids are individuals. Yes. And as you sort of said, one conversation for one child will have to be a very different conversation for another child. And I guess it's acknowledging that and knowing that maybe one child might need a walk, whereas another child might just need you to bake a cake with them or something it's yeah just, or it's build different, lego different. or whatever it is yeah. 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 yeah yeah absolutely but you've got to be there for them and individually yes like you said oh my goodness I have loved it it has been a very very good for us yeah yeah no I I I am the same as you and it's it's just it has it's taught us how to slow down but that said you know whilst whilst you've been juggling health issues whilst you've been juggling family life You've also been very creative on the business front, madam, haven't you? So share a bit of that with us. I have loved it. And it has been absolutely brilliant. I'll, I'll, I'll just introduce you to how we came up with the idea. But um, it has been so good for my health because I haven't got obsessed by, you know, cancer and what ifs. I've actually got myself into an area I never thought I would, but I've always wanted to own my own business. So I'm absolutely in heaven with this. Uh, And it's something worthwhile. It's so good. So my daughter, uh, when she started secondary school, she came back and she was like, there are these really, really bare lockers, mum. They're all metal and they're bare inside. And I want to put some nice things up like magnets. And I want to put some white felt on the bottom to cover up the the scaggy gum that's on and the old stickers and everything I said oh yes of course you can darling let's go and find some stuff so we cut some felt out and uh, I encouraged her on magnets to message magnets that we could find but there was nothing actually that was locker things you know there was nothing on the market it was all in America and being that we'd come from America we were like well why can't we do this and so we started looking around and we, we sort of started developing some magnets that had got positive messages like dream big, shine bright, um, hello gorgeous. And other parents started asking us for them and thought they were brilliant. And the more I got into it, the more I thought this is really important for their positive well-being, their when they open their locker door during the day, they're getting a bit of an uplifting message, which really I love that between lessons, if they've had friendship issues or a bad test or something, they open the door and they've got these sort of really inspirational quotes, etc. It's it's a bit, you know, so having something like that, because school days can be um, quite daunting for young kids can't it or can't they and they can you know sort of especially when you're sort of you know big school can be um sort of very very overwhelming sometimes so to open your locker and have that little sanctuary 
that is yours to be able to just sort of get that little bit of positivity that little bit of you back when you're sort of that 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 sort of sheep in the flock and just to realize and to open it up and have imagine opening the door and sort of saying hello gorgeous I mean that's pretty cool that's that's what we all need isn't it so how wonderful for kids (laughs) and and things like lysm love you so much they know what lysm is and there it is at you saying you know what love you so much and you're feeling really down etc and it's like oh because they've got so many issues going on particularly year seven year eight it's all around uh sort of that age 12 age 13 age 14 it's all that friendship stuff it's social media gone mad they the body image the confidence there's so much going on um and it just really really helps and then at the same time i was lifting her bag her rucksack her backpack and it was so heavy and i looked into it and thought why are children carrying such heavy backpacks when they should be utilizing their lockers at school and they weren't going to the lockers because they were boring so we wow. started to get into this thing of going hold on how do we make them fun how do we make them cool and that was when we decided let's let's do what happens in america let's make some wallpaper so we started creating these fun cool on trend flamingo and pineapple marble pastel blue or leopard print uh, as some of the designs and you, you they're really easy it's within within a minute you can have the wallpaper up with magnets holding it up in the locker so it literally takes a minute to put them up oh, and wow you have created your own design and then you put carpet on the floor <laughs> and you put magazine files to organize your folders in there and a magnetic pen pot in the, on the wall to put your pens um, that is just, you know, for anyone like me, I mean, especially at that age, but even at 55, I love stationery. I, I love do. all those yeah. little things. And, and as you say, sort of little magnets. And, and that, that, that's just a dream come true, isn't it, really? It's, it's, it and is. it's just, and it's being able to put your own stamp on it as a child. So, you know, because I remember in the olden days, the only way we could do that was just by sort of backing our books in different type of wallpaper. Exactly. You remember? Yes. But now, now at that, how wonderful for, um, you know, sort of, I, I guess it's aimed at the sort of young girl market. Is it that is. fair? It yeah. is. As you're hitting secondary school, it's those first few years at secondary school, that feeling as you're starting secondary school that you're a bit anxious you're not sure, you know, what you're going to do, etc. It's your little haven. You know that actually you've put your water bottle in there, you've put other things in there, but when you open it up, it's just, it's just you. You enjoy designing your bedroom. Well, here you are. You can design your locker. And and you, I, I know you you showed me one of these in the past. And each magnet, um, which has got that wonderful sort of you know that positive vibe on the front, has a message on the back as well, doesn't it? Oh yes. So we've got message magnets like Dream Big or uh, Love You So Much or Shine Bright, and then we've got some quote cards like Spread Kindness Like Confetti or Believe in Yourself or The World Is Your Oyster. So all different ones. And then on the back, which the schools absolutely love, is um, important who to contact. Um, And I've put, remember, there is always someone there for you. If you ever want to talk to someone, no matter how big or small the problem, there is always someone there. And then we've got who they should go to at school, 
who they should uh, suggest that they talk to. And if they can't talk to any of those, then we've got Childline, the Samaritans, and um, the place to be, so that they've got numbers to text, which are totally confidential, and they can call if it, if it's if they need to. Yeah, no, and that's so important because I remember, um, you know, I, I was a Childline um, sort of counsellor, yeah. and um, as you, I, I remember you sort of saying that no self-respecting teenager is going to stand at the notice board and start writing down, you know, the number or taking a photo of a Childline poster. So to actually have that as a reminder um, in in your in your locker. Uh, just sort of it it just takes that sort of that friction away it takes that need to go and search for information Um, because I think kids what what they tend to forget and we and so do adults tend to forget is there is so much support out there that all you have to do is open up and ask but sometimes it's just that initial step that's really quite hard to do isn't it absolutely yeah and then they've always know it's behind that card yeah so it's it's just behind that magnet and the card and you can and just And they turn might it not even need no. it. I mean, yeah. it's the point is, it's, it's that safety net that's there, yes. which is the reassuring thing. The fact that yes. they might they might not even need to use it or want to, but it's just yes. the fact that it's there that's really reassuring. So what I, what I loved from all this is that my daughter loved the designing part. She thought that was brilliant and she's really uh, played a part in the different ways to design it. The kids that have come through and tried it as my market research, they're saying, I feel so satisfied. The creativity has been brilliant for them and they love making the locker their own. So we're like, creativity feels good. But at the same time, the parent, as a parent myself, I'm feeling good because there's all these positive messages in there and they're they're carrying less in their backpacks. And then the school is feeling good because there's less, they're not damaging the locker. The magnets are up there, not damaged, but they've also got these positive um, messages and the safeguarding is on the, on the reverse. So I've had so many positive messages from the schools supporting this um, for their induction packs, etc. I'm supplying lots of cards for induction packs in, for year sevens. Oh, fabulous. So it's really, really positive. I'm loving it. I'm getting such a boost out but, of it. But but also, sort of saying that, it, it, it must have created um, that bond, not that you needed it, but that bond with your yes. daughters as well. To Because sort of, I remember yes. when I started my own business, I remember Alice sort of saying to me, oh, mum, you really oughtn't to be using that font. It cheapens your brand. And I'm going, hang on a minute. You're 11 years old and you're talking about this. And then you think, how blooming one? Wonderful. So yes. how wonderful for your kids to see you not just focusing all the on the negatives, not just always sort of, you know, giving all of yourself to them, but the fact that there is something bigger and that they were interested in it as well. I mean, it wasn't yes. the fact that you were an accountant and that's boring. You know, it's it's sorry to all accountants out there, <laughs> but you know, you you were doing something actually really very important and showing your kids that teenage well-being is vital so what a role model is that for your kids oh I hadn't thought of it that way but it's like yeah (laughs) but it has been fantastic and they are so engaged in it Uh, and there's times when they go oh you can't say that that is just not cool mum that's not cool (laughs) (laughs) so apparently news on my website has now got to be trending it's things like that where you learn oh that's so cool yes (laughs) 
I mean, you may as well listen to them because they're your blimmin' market, aren't they? I know. I know. And and it was um, it was my daughter that said you've got to have it so that you can actually practice or you can have a go on the website. So you need to be able to design your own. So we were like, well, how do we do that? And she goes, you've just got to find a way of being able to uh, virtually people see what they're creating. So, so it's we, a bit like one of these interior design sort of things yeah. and you sort of go, oh my gosh, thank goodness I didn't buy the pineapple and flamingo yes. after yeah. all. I much prefer leopard print. Oh, how yes. cool is that? So t- tell us your website. Um, it's lockerdays.com. So yeah. D-A-Y-S. So right. because you've only got so many locker days. <laughs> oh, you're quite right. And <laughs> tell me, uh, um, is this being presumptuous, but how, is there a, oh. a discount code? Yes, there is a discount code. Brilliant. Especially for you, Kai. Thank you, darling. <laughs> it's locker15. Locker15. Everyone listening to that. So go to lockerdays.com. Um, and and you have you have a discount code, which is brilliant because oh, well, any, anyone with teens, you know, young teens would just love something like this. Thank you. And actually, this is this is going out sort of just at the beginning of August, so it's just in time for the new school year, which is fabulous. Yes, yes. Well, we we've really uh, we've loved doing it, and we've had so much um, positive uh, uh, feedback from girls and parents about it. So and schools. So. We just keep keep getting excited and doing more. <laughs> I'm quite quite right. Long may it last. Because I think the thing is is that you know from my childland experience, from the work that I do, kids are they're not all struggling. I, I I hate to sort of you know put everyone in the same boat, but everyone everyone benefits from that spark of positivity. You know, we all we all like compliments. We all like positive mm. vibes. And you know, to to have that even every time you open up your locker. Um, just to have that sort of positive reinforcement, it it just hits that subconscious mind the whole time. Why not have that rather than dreary old sort of you know sort of run of the mill, um, in, well as you sort of say gum infested lockers. <laughs> but but lo- lockers aside, I mean we do need this. You know, as parents, it's important for us to, as we were talking about earlier, is to communicate with our kids and to find out how they're doing and and to. I guess just keep asking them. Yes, but sometimes they uh, they might they might be saying something and you miss it. They're asking you, and you're so busy doing other things that you actually miss that they want to talk. I mean, I had that the other day where my eldest was keen to talk to me, and I I just sort of felt like she was a shadow for a bit, but I hadn't clicked that actually she wanted to talk to me. And it's one of those where you have to. Just suddenly be aware, just be more aware of uh, when they are wanting to and needing to. You can, they normally give you a few sort of um, flags that actually you can miss when you're busy. Well, that, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Is when we're too busy, when we're too wrapped up, of and and, and not just in ourselves, but in sort of being parents, in in yeah. sort of holding down jobs, in looking after elderly relatives. You yes. know, it, it's all it just life throws us so many blimmin' curveballs and actually what we need to do is wake up and realize which you know which are the balls that we need to catch and which are the ones that actually don't matter and we can sort of dodge them a bit because i guess it's all about priorities isn't it oh it's so spot on and that that for me again is why lockdown's really helped because yeah. i have felt that i've re i've relooked at what the priorities are rather than I'm going so fast I haven't got time to stop 
And, and I think that's been really useful for, for me as a mum, but also for the family and for the kids. Uh, I just think it's, uh, you know, it is about, at the end of the day, you know, building up their, their self-belief, their self-esteem. And uh, if I do that as the one major thing, then for me, and they know they're loved and understood and respected, then all of the rest just comes together, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But how um, your your kids have obviously been off school for a, a fairly long time. How are you? And I know it's a while yet, but how are you sort of gearing them up to look at school in a positive light and sort of going back and, you know, because now some kids have loved lockdown and some haven't. But I know that there are many kids that are slightly anxious about sort of getting back into the sort of. I just, I, you know, the just general sort of, you know, run of the, the school day. It, it, it is, you know, because as again, we said that uncertainty can always be a bit unsettling. So how are you encouraging your kids from a sort of emotional and mental sort of way of preparing for going back to school in the autumn? Yeah, and that's an interesting one. I've got one going into um, uh, secondary school as of September starting. So and that's it's all before. new, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah. And and when you dig down, it is that, oh, I don't know about, you know, I know some of the boys that are going, but I don't know, I won't have many friends, mum. And it's that encouraging them that actually it's going to be all right because everybody wants to make friends yeah. and everybody's in the same position of they yeah. might know a few people or none. And I, I'm also saying you're very fortunate because you actually know some people that are going to the same school. Yeah. <laughs> some people don't know that. Yeah. And one of the things, again, is these incredible WhatsApp groups that before you know it, you're, you're in the next forms WhatsApp group. And so you can do some play dates. Uh, and, you're quite uh, right. And, and Zoom calls and things like and, that. And, and thank God, you know, lots of people say, oh, social media and technology. But, I mean, I, I remember th- all throughout my sort of kids, they sort of, they actually were at school just before sort of social media sort of, you know, ballooned. But when they were moving to uni, when Jack Jack was going to Barcelona to do language, he all, all, you know, the Facebook groups were popping up and sort of things that now kids now don't do Facebook. I get that. But at the time it was, you know, sort of welcome to the year of whatever and welcome to the, you know, this is this sort of group for the halls of residence where they were able to see pictures of yes. who was going to actually be their neighbor in this sort of, you know, and that, that must be so reassuring to sort of go, well, okay, they don't look like a yeah. psycho or they look a bit like yeah. me and they look all right. Or, Oh, how wonderful they're really different and I like you know it, it sort of it opens the world up before you even get there doesn't it and I suppose it dampens um their, their sort of that fear of uncertainty because they're able to relate to who they're going to be meeting with sort of event I think that's fabulous yes, absolutely yeah. and I think if anything I, I my kids can't wait to get back to school <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, this has been great. It's been really good. But actually, I have missed school. Yes. Yeah. So there is a bit of a, I don't think we're going to, I think there's going to be a generation of kids that are never going to complain about school ever again. (laughs) And a generation of parents who are never going to complain about the teachers either. (laughs) You've got it. Total respect. Yeah. And actually, dare I say it, a generation of other halves who are never going to say, and what did you do with the kids all day, dear? You know, and you know, it's, I think it has opened up, you know, and it, it is, 
I know, I dare I say it, I'm listening to me, I'm lowering my voice so my husband doesn't hear. So let's hope he doesn't listen to this episode. But what I have realized is that he, because I work from home, yeah. and he now realizes that I'm not sitting on the backside all day, that I am actually doing stuff. And I think <laughs> lockdown has done that, hasn't it? It has, oh, it has made everyone realize, oh my gosh, that's what they have to do. And oh my gosh, that's what they have to deal with. Because before we were very much with the blinkers on, weren't we? This is what I've got to do. Shut up, be quiet. I've got to get to swimming. I've got to get to Tesco shop. I've got to do this. I've got to look after granny. And actually, it's made us stop and realise, oh, well, other people have got just as much on their plate as I have. And I think it's wonderful. That's exactly what our house is like. It's been really good for my husband to see just how manic it is. Yes, yeah. (laughs) And, and, and it, though that said, Mike, Mike keeps on saying to me, do I have to leave the gate open for another Amazon delivery? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, we've had that. How much delivery? <laughs> How many deliveries a week? <laughs> so I just tell him that I'm, I'm sort of saving him because I'm not going out and shopping and sort of, you know, I, I'm, being, I'm being socially distancing. So there we are. And um, forget the shortage of loo roll. We should have been getting printer cartridges in for the amount <laughs> You're quite right. Oh my gosh, it's first world qualms, isn't it? It is, it is, it is. Oh dear. Oh, that's Uh, my darling. Listen, thank you so much. It's been as as always an absolute joy to hear you. Um, and just thank you for imparting your wisdom. Um, and and please, mums of sort of teens, please go and have a look at lockerdays.com because uh, I'm off to go and have a look and I'm just wondering where the heck I'm going to be able to put flamingos and pineapple in my world. <laughs> I will send you a pen post and a magazine file, guys. <laughs> you can put it for your desk. <laughs> Wonderful. I feel very special already. Listen, thank you so much and I shall speak to you soon. Lovely. Thanks, Kai. I've enjoyed it. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you want to help other parents looking for support, then please share this with your friends and family. Because if you find this podcast useful, then they will too. So please share via your social media. If you have any parenting questions, then please give me a shout through my email, which is toolbox at kygraham.com. And I may even use your question as a future podcast episode. If you want to connect, please come and join me on Instagram. Just search for Kai Graham. Also, could you do me a favour, please? Parenting teenagers can feel very confusing and isolating at times. And I believe that it takes a village to raise a child. And we are here to support one another. I'd love it if you would leave a review on iTunes. And a good one, by the way. (laughs) Because when you do, it lets more parents out there know that there is support for them too. Thank you. And as always, this comes with much love.